0: All right, back to another episode. I'm your host, Lindell White. We are sponsored by our guys over at Steady Picks. I am honored to have, you know, my big brother. I call him Gino, but a lot of you guys might know him. As one of the first guys that could have been drafted to the NFL straight out of high school. Uh, De La Salle, you know, monster. I remember him from coming to Denver and running like a 10, 7, and 100 back in high school. I do remember that, man. My big brother, DJ Williams, what's going on?
1: What's up, man? Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. You know, apologize Uh, about the technical difficulties, man. Forgot to pay the bill, baby.
0: Nah, (laughs) man. When I look around, you got all that dime life back there. I know you're getting to that money, man. You can't fool me.
1: Bro, can't can't sell it if the Wi-Fi ain't working, man.
0: I know that's right, man. All right, well, you know, this week we got NFL picks and we got college picks. We're going to start it off because I know people want to rush. Um, as far as our fans out there, they can't wait for this NFL season to start. So you know we're gonna jump straight into it. A game that I'm anxious to see. Um, they say Kelsey is out. We have Patrick Mahomes. Well, we have the Lions going into the Super Bowl uh, defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, and they have the Chiefs at minus six and a half points. You hate it or love it?
1: I love it. Um, when you look at the Chiefs, we know they got a dynamic offense. Uh, even with Kelsey being out, we know Mahomes is going to get the ball to a lot of other guys. Uh, you know, you, you worry about Chris Jones in the defense. But, again, this team hangs their hat on the offense in Mahomes' arms. And I think even with Kelsey – first of all, we don't know if he's out, right? We know what a hyperextension knee. We know what that really means. It's going to be a game-time situation. But, yeah, I love it.
0: Okay. Um, so, I got <sighs> – if, if, I got two different rules. If Kelsey plays, I love it. I can't lie. If Kelsey plays, I love it. If Kelsey doesn't play, I'm going to say I hate this, man. I think Dan Campbell has a team down there that's going to surprise a lot of people this year. Um, he finally has, you know, his his built-in uh, core people, as you will. You know how that is. When you have your core and people that can believe in what the coaches, you know, putting out there. I definitely believe that they got something brewing down there. So I'm going to – if Kelsey's not playing, I hate it, Nick. So, you know, make sure it's, I'm up there. So it's in between. But wait, 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 wait.
1: You, you, you got to think about it, man. Like, at the end of the day, players win games. And, yeah, you know, Campbell's getting the right guys in and you're getting into their philosophy. But I don't think right now they have the firepower to match up with the Chiefs, especially playing on the road.
0: Okay. that's that's. I mean, I understand what you're saying. This is from, a you know – you played more than 10 years in, at the highest level so you know exactly what you're talking about they have the i mean yeah they have the over or under at 54 and a half points hate it or love it
1: i love it it's going to be a lot of points on this board and majority of those points will be coming from the Kansas City Chiefs
0: i'm going to agree um, I say I love it as well, man. I just don't be surprised by the, what these lines, you know, I'm telling you, do not be surprised. It's crazy because I had another I had another Miami legend on last week, uh, uh, Brandon Merriweather. Um, and actually, man, I think I took my first L last week and on this show. I was 12 and one. Now I think I'm 12 one and one because of uh, Brandon Merriweather. So I got to give him a shout out. I, but, you know, I don't think I'm losing no more. I can't lose no more Miami guys. There's no way. Oh and two, chalk it, up. Chock it <laughs> up. Next up, man, they got the, the battle of the, the Ohio's. We got the Bengals, that's what uh Pac Man Jones called them the Bengals. I call them, <laughs> the yeah, I call them Bengals. Pac Man calls them Bengals. Uh, they're going into the Cleveland Browns. Well, with a Deshaun Watson that's finally back. Um, hopefully, he can lead that offense down, but they have the Bengals at minus two and a half. Hater to the love. <sighs>
1: I hate it. I'm actually pulling for – I hate it. I actually believe the Browns are going to come in and win this, especially with, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, whether he plays or not. We saw him go down a few weeks ago uh, with that leg injury. And we know, you know, in this AFC North, those games are always very, very tough, bruising games. And, you know, when the Browns were going 0-16 or 1-15, they were still playing everybody from the Ravens uh, to the Bengals tough. I think with Deshaun Watson coming back – you know, in there, in in for a full year, trying to reestablish himself. Like people forget that he was one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, and when you look at the top ten right. list right now, he's nowhere to be found. So I see this as a statement game, redemption game for him.
0: Um, I couldn't agree more. I, I just think that there's so much hype around Joe Burrow and the the Bengals, and, and rightfully so. I mean, they they ball out. Jamar Chase is a beast. Um, you got Joe Mixon, but w- when I think about it, like you said, I just think that. Sometimes in the NFL, it'd be a, it's, it's a team's turn, you know what I mean. And, and I feel like the Browns, like you said, they've they've held down, they held it down for so long that something has to go right for them for once, man. And I think that Deshaun the, the Watson coming in after being that suspension, but finally having that behind him and knowing that he's the leader of this team, I think that he's gonna you know put up big numbers. So I absolutely hate it as well with you, man. I think the Bengals take a, a L for the, the start of the single uh, season rather. Um, They have the over, under at 47 and a half points. Hate it or love it?
1: Hmm. I I hate it. Um, You know, even though the Bengals are high-powered offense and, you know, we know what Deshaun Watson can do. Again, this AFC North, they're very, very tough, bruising games. Of course, it's early on in the season, right? But I just think that these teams, you know, know each other well by how many times they play against each other. I think is going to be closer to a 17 to 23-ish type game. And again, I believe that the Browns will pull it out. And, and I'm going to just make this statement just across the board, just my opinion on the Bengals, right? I believe they do have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL, and I do believe that they have the guys to win. I just worry about their maturity level and their experience level. Even though they've gone you know, two years in a row deep into the playoffs, I still doubt that they have – that championship pedigree, that championship mindset, the the uh the go over the hump.
0: Man, I couldn't agree with you more, man. There's some of the just being honest about the game, like, and maybe this is the year. He, I mean, Joe Burrow shows us that, that he's ready to take that step. But I hear what you're saying. It's like you have to have some type of super veteran presence on that team to where you can. That's,
1: that's what it is, bro. They, they don't. It seems like they don't got no OG. They got a bunch of young cats that are yeah. balling. But still, I feel like you need that old, gritty veteran that, you know, tug on the jersey, know them little, yeah. you know, the little things you do in the trenches, man, and to kind of take them over the hump.
0: You you know exactly. So I'm, I hate it as well. I think it's going to be a bang out. Um, I could see like a, even a 21-23 game or something like that or, you know, 24-23. But there, I don't really see it going over that. And I'll be surprised. Um if it does, but you know, I, I think the Browns are going to be a lot better than people give them credit for. And watch out for Nate Chubb. I think he's he's going to be leading the league in rushing this year somehow, some way. Um, next up we have my team. It's the Super Tennessee Titans, baby. Yeah. And we're going down to New Orleans, and we get to see uh Derek Carr and the new and revamped Saints. Um, they have the Saints at minus three and a half. I'm gonna stop you right there because I don't care what's going on. I going to say I hate it. I'm a Tennessee Titan. I think Derrick Henry and D-Hop get off to a great start this year. Let's go, Titans. And, uh, you know, you can rebuttal now.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Um, I believe Derrick Carr is going to go out there. I believe he thinks he has something to prove. I think he's going to press a little bit. I think he's going to turn the ball over a lot. And I love the fact that, you know, Tennessee has Derrick Henry where they can lean on, hand his – listen, you need to hand this ball – Guy, the ball at least 30 times a game. And I feel like they'll do that a lot this season and they'll be able to get a lot of victories.
0: Yeah, see, Vrabel, I think Vrabel understands the game of football really well when it comes to that. He, he knows that he has a beast back there in the backfield and he's going to lean on him for sure. And um, you know
1: what? I'll add to that too. I, you know, with, with, with Sean Payton being gone, I think New Orleans has lost a lot of their magic, man. You know, I felt like he was the driving force behind that organization. Um, for the past few years, and I think it's going to take a while for them to figure out what their new identity is.
0: Yeah, right, because, I mean, you go from Jameis Winston giving him a deal, you sign the other quarterback before, you know what I
1: mean?
0: <laughs> 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 and Derek, Derek Carr is a beast, man. We know that he puts up numbers, but like you said, pressing and being in a new team and just wanting to do good sometimes, it, it, uh, um, it'll it make you do some things you don't, you're don't you not normally accustomed to doing. So I'm with you when you're right. They got the over under at forty one points, man. I'm going to, whew, oh man, I'm going to say I hate it myself. Twenty only because I know how the Titans are, man. It it'll, it'll surprise me honestly if the Titans can come out and score twenty eight, you know, twenty eight points, thirty one points. I haven't really seen us being a high powered offense. We we're a run first, you know, punch them in the mouth type of defense kind of team. So. I feel like, you know, right around 20, like you said, 17 is the last one. That'll be like, that's where that game is going to be climbing. I think so. And, and, and we'll have a couple turnovers due to, you know, a car just, you know, forcing the issue so much.
1: I agree with you as well. Um, like you said, Tennessee is going to run the ball. They're going to control the clock. I, I still feel like the Saints are going to be sloppy on the offensive side of the ball, turn the ball over. I don't see the Saints scoring over 14, and you know, with the style of the Tennessee Titans, you know, I see them around twenty-four to twenty-ish uh, points scored as well. So I'm agree with you.
0: Okay, I respect that. Yeah, That's a smart man, man. I got you, hey, listen, man, I got you. I got
1: you. <laughs> All right,
0: we got a. Uh, let's we gonna jump down. We got we have the Bills. This is a really good game because I, I can't. I'm anxious to see what you know our guy Aaron Rodgers is gonna do. So we have the Bills going into the Jets. And they have the Bills at minus two and a half points right now. hate it or love it.
1: Wait, you said Bills going into the Jets.
0: Yeah, they they got to go to New York this weekend.
1: Hold on, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, everybody's knowing right now about the NFL script. So I'm going to go ahead and tap into my – I got a guy that got a guy, man. And the uh, <laughs> NFL script says, uh, I hate it.
0: Oh, they I hate, hate it? it.
1: I, I actually – yeah, I actually think the Jets are going to win. Um, You had the hard knocks, you had Aaron Rodgers, um, the new flashy, shiny toy. I just feel like the NFL script isn't going to allow it. And I think that Aaron Rodgers will go deep, deep into the playoffs this year.
0: Bro, i said this a while back. It's like the Tom Brady effect, man, or even like the Stafford effect. You can have a really good quarterback in a bad situation for a really long time, but then when you change him and put him around some younger studs to where they buy into what this guy is saying – Anything is possible. So I'm going to say I have the Jets, too. I absolutely hate it. I think the Jets, you know, win this game. I think there's going to be some points scored, a lot of points. So the over-under is at 46 and a half. And I'm going to say I absolutely love – I love it to go over 46 and a half points. We know Josh is a gunslinger. It's going to be back and forth action. This is going to be one of them games that, you know, because of the passing and what they have as weapons out there, we're going to see a lot of points in there on the board for sure.
1: You know, I, what I'm more interested in is, is the drama, right? Yeah. The drama going on between Josh Allen and his number one wide receiver, right? You know, you have a guy yeah. that was trying to force his way out publicly, uh, you know, via social media. I'm interested to see that if they've mended that relationship and how that's going to play out, right? Because, again, we all know that individuals hold grudges and, you know, it's going to be tough for them to go ahead and go into that game and have that team chemistry. So, as much as I'm interested to watch Aaron Rodgers play his first NFL game, uh, season opener for the Jets, I'm just as interested to see what's gonna happen. Because, look, like, if there, there was a, if there a, can we bet that? Can we bet that something happens on the sideline? I'm we sure, can, hey, I'm
0: sure they, yeah. you know, they have, they have different props to where, yes, like, uh, I don't know, uh, Stefan yeah. did, you know, throws down his helmet or something. Hey, uh,
1: like, no, I, I guarantee it's gonna be a, uh, uh, iPad, iPad, look, clip, slap. some, some going to happen, man. Some going to happen. I know it is. So, listen, if you can find that bet, go ahead and put your money down on that because the drama is thick, the guys are young, egos are high, and something's going to happen.
0: Bruh, you couldn't have said it better. Like you said, egos are high. And I know a guy, he just seen his brother get a lot of money, um, you know, <laughs> down there in the cowboy land. So, you, like you said, it's going to be interesting to see that, that drama unfold on that sideline. Um okay uh and this I guess our this is our last NFL game. We have the 49ers going into Steel City, man. The Steelers. Um uh, they have the 49ers, sorry, at minus two and a half. I hate it or love it. I, I, I love, I, I love it.
1: it. I love it. I love I love It's it like you it's it, 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 it's always tough playing. Uh, in Pittsburgh. Yes, but again, sir. when you look at the 49ers, the Kyle Shanahan offense, you know, since he's been in the league, I don't think anybody's been able to figure him out. Uh, I think they're going to come out with a great scheme. You, you know, as well as I know, playing, um, you know, uh, teams like that, they're going to have their first 15 scripted. They're going to get off to a great start. And again, when you look at the Steelers from the quarterback position to the star wide receiver position, and even in the running back, you know, these they're guys going. are still. Still, still very young, and I truly believe that the Steelers are going to get out coached.
0: Oh yeah, and it's hard to coach Mike T, man. He's he's what almost twenty years locked, and he's been doing this at, at a high level, man. So um, yeah, Mike T is definitely to me he's top three coaches in the NFL. I don't, sure.
1: I don't think he have the, I don't think he has the physical dogs that he's had in the past. One, when you think yeah. about the Steelers just dominating, right? Like yeah. when I look at the Steelers now, it seems like they have you know better athletes. But, you know, where, where, where are the Palomalos? Where are the James Harrisons? Where are the guys that are going to you know, have those statement plays where, you know, a, a 15-yard penalty will come Minka, out?
0: Here. Minka Fitzpatrick is one of them guys that finds a way to make a play. He's always around that ball. So i got to give it up for you, Minka you, Fitzpatrick.
1: Minka, Minka will make a play, and he will put his helmet under somebody's chin.
0: Um They have the over-under at 40-and-a-half. 40 I'm going to say I absolutely love this. And the only reason why I say I love this is because you said that high-power San Francisco offense. I think that, you know, the, the Steelers score, you know, like 14, around 14. But I definitely think that the the, the um, San Fran puts up around 28 points on their own. So um, I absolutely love it.
1: I'm going to hate it. Um, just looking at the San Francisco 49ers uh, defense as well, going against that Pittsburgh Steelers offense that truly doesn't have his identity yet. Um, I again, 49ers will score 28-ish points. I don't think the Steelers score over 13.
0: Steelers, don't you let me down. I can't lose to another – I can't lose to another hurricane, man. I cannot lose to another hurricane. All right, now, so we're getting straight into it. We have the college football up, and um, I guess we'll go We – I'm going to go Texas – is going into Alabama first man and they have Alabama at minus seven hater to love it
1: I love it um you know there are a lot of questions about Alabama this year you know what were they going to do at the quarterback position you know you you always forget when you got a, a head ball coach like Saban he's gonna figure it out right and yeah. again Alabama still has the talent and when you look at what happened last year with the quarter, I mean, last game, the quarterback with the dual threat, doing it with his arms, doing it with his legs. I think Alabama wins because they have the better quarterback. Um, you look at Texas, I believe it's Owens. I, I just don't think that he has the arm and leg combination um, that Alabama has.
0: I, um, I, I'm i with you. I, I love it. Um, but I got to be honest, don't. Don't be surprised if you see an upset alert this weekend, though. I know Sark down there in Texas. I know how he, he thrives on a moment, man. He he living for this moment. He was my coach at SC with Pete Carroll and those guys. So he 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 knows a thing or two about big games. and the fact that he used to play for Nick Saban is, is, is room for upset alert. But I have to say that I love Nick Saban. Um, I'm not going against Nick Saban this year. Um, one thing we know about history is when he hasn't had a national championship in a while that he's going to come knocking on that door sooner or later, man. So I, I got, I, I'm not going against Saban. There's no way in hell I can go against Saban at this point. Um, even, have-
1: even, even if, even if the Texas, if the Texas, if Texas wins, I don't consider it upset, right? When you look at both teams, I think they're pretty close evenly matched. And again, this is a down season for Alabama. And this is, an upseason for Texas. They're coming up. They're starting to get – they're starting to try to have that conversation of being back, those top teams in the country. You know, they're, they're they're getting comfortable being in the SEC. So if Texas squeaked it out, I really wouldn't see it as an upset. I see that these teams are, you know – after just the first week of college football, I would say that these teams are both around Tier 2. You know, they're yeah. not the Tier 1 teams. So if Texas pulled it out, I wouldn't see it as an upset.
0: I'm always going to say um, any Nick Saban team is tier one to me until they don't show me otherwise. I just got to be honest. Um, the over-under at 56, I love it. I got to just say I love it. I just know there's going to be some points scored in Texas. going to be a
1: lot of points. Yeah. Uh, let, let's push it, man. Push that thing to 60-something.
0: And next up, to me, it's probably going to be pretty uh, – it's going to be the game of the week in, in a lot of people's eyes um, just because of what he was able to, you know, do last week. I'll speak of, you know, Deuce won himself prime time to go I absolutely apologized to him last year I mean last week because I I, I took I took TCU man so I apologize prime but I'm going to say it's Nebraska they got Nebraska going into CU I'm taking the I'm taking CU I'm not going against CU ever again until they show me or until they play us you know in a couple weeks but I'm taking CU at minus three for sure just because Shador and Travis Hunter showed me enough last week
1: I agree with you. I'm taking CU as well. When you look at the team and the energy, they geeked off that prime juice. They, they moving in the right direction. And, and honestly, like when you look at um, CU's team, they're playing, they're playing the type of football that every football player, wish they could be a part of, right. It's fun. And you heard prime in the interview. He said, Hey baby, we up by 21, baby. You could do the dance. You can get the 15 yard penalty. Right. And you know, a lot is talked about prime, but you also look at the the coaching staff, right? You can see that these young men are buying in, and they they built a great coaching staff around these guys. And they listen. They got speed. They got af- athletes in all positions. And again, they're dialed in.